It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. I played this clip yesterday from last May. We were talking about the, the closure of the Tung Sing and other places, lots of other places. Pigal is gone. For example, Tung Sing, like I said, gone. The oldest Chinese restaurant in Cork. The first, I think the first ever sit-down Chinese restaurant in Cork. The, the Tung Sing closed at the weekend. And people were saying, if the Tung Sing is gone, we are in serious trouble. And we were talking yesterday about the sale. The Baldy Barber putting up his business for sale. And the Twilight News is gone from last week. And there's a list of them. It's an increasing list. All small businesses. There's a lovely pet shop gone down in Dunmanway, or going in Dunmanway, and it's happening everywhere. Last May, have a listen to this. I think we're in the midst of a huge recession, even though our government won't admit to it. Everybody, in the last six months, their disposable income is down probably about 500 euro a month. Everybody is seriously suffering at the moment. To me, that's the verge of a recession. And you can see by the small businesses that are absolutely being decimated at the moment throughout rural Ireland and indeed in big towns and cities as well. Businesses are absolutely being crucified. And we're only going to see one thing within the next six months. And the only reason why we haven't seen it yet is because they postponed the debt warehouse until another 12 months but come October, November, December people are just going to go, that's it, I'm out There was a piece in the Irish Times in the last few days as well which says if you want to go for a meal, a nice meal uh, and you're looking at a particular restaurant trying to get there before May because May is going to bring carnage that voice with the voice of Paul Trebo Paul, good morning PJ, how are you sir? Good, are you here to tell me you told me so? No, because you know what? I, I'd love to gloat, but I know exactly the amount of families and the amount of business people that are absolutely devastated. So I, I don't want to say I told you so. I just what I would say is I wish the bloody government listened to me because you could see the writing on the wall 12 months out, six months out, three months out. And, and, and nobody listened. And they all sit and they give you the usual waffle and this and that and usual crap. And, and yet here we are. And I only tweeted yesterday, actually, just before uh, researchers called me. I said, if you think what we've seen so far is bad, that they are just the few ripples of the major wave coming in before the actual tsunami hits, and it's about to get a hell of a lot worse. I don't know how familiar you were with Tong Singh, but it's a cork in, it was a Cork institution for 60 yeah, years, and it's I mean, gone. Very, yeah, very well-known, very well-known place. Uh, what, what that is showing, because... When I was talking to to our team inside in the restaurant, uh, one of the waiters turns around to me and he goes, "Well, like, I mean, how after sixty years have they not built up enough of a reserve to you know to be able to to drive on and see this through and whatever?" Uh, now that's probably second, if not third, generation that's taken it on, or somebody who's bought the name and franchise of it, whatever. And the reality of it is, is that yes, they might have made money over all the years, and yes, they might have invested money and be economically sound that way or financially sound that way, but they would have looked at their books from last year and went. The size of the building, the heating of this building, the rent of this building, the the cost of just running this building means we lost a hundred grand last year. 
And that means if we go again next year, we're going to lose another 100 grand. And nobody in their right mind is going to continue a business that is bleeding and hemorrhaging so much money. And the problem is, is that this is all, I mean, you could turn around and say to me, listen, what's caused this? And I could give you a waffle answer or I could give you a straight to the heart answer. Go on, this then. Is so, well, it's successive failed government policies over the last three, four years that have decimated. When I say restaurants, I'm including every small family run business throughout the country. I used to always say it was, it's particularly rural Ireland, but it's, but it's not. It's a bigger picture you're seeing it in the city centers now as you guys can see down in cork dublin is being torn apart galway's being torn apart all these places are being torn apart because idiots in leinster house turned around and said well we know best and we're just going to do this anyway and if somebody who actually is in the industry or somebody who does know better said hang on a second lads this won't work i.e this bald gobshite down here in killarney who's been shouting this for the last two or three years they just waffled him off and just went sure what would this guy know he's only an old burger flipper this guy hasn't a clue about economics this guy hasn't a clue about politics but i'm not the general sitting in the office trying to figure out what's the best tactic of this war i'm the soldier who's in the trench like everyone who's listening who's in business right now so what would you do differently paul if i if we swap jobs and if we put the minister behind your counter, which would probably empty the re- the restaurant faster than than anything, but but what would, if you if we put you in the minister's office for for six months, what would you do, knowing the business what? as you do, growing up in the business as you did? What if you say what would I do today? Today you now need to clean up the monumental mess that these guys have made. If you ask me what I would have done four years ago. Well, I certainly wouldn't have shut down hospitality for the length of time that they shut down hospitality. I certainly wouldn't have done outdoor dining only in restaurants, but bar, but uh, hotels could open up their bars and restaurants so that anybody and everybody could come in and sit down. That cost the restaurant industry and the pub industry two months of being closed, which meant not only did it cost us two months of turnover, it cost us the government two months of subsidies, of, which is ultimately the taxpayer, i.e. everybody listening. So the two, three years of COVID policies, which we now know we're fundamentally wrong have absolutely caused this whatever storm you want you to say now no i'll pull up i'll pull up with you there because i had this discussion with the queen bee over christmas and she has followed you as you know and you know her well you've met yeah. her the question is did looking back at the covid policies now did we overreact well you know what we probably did but at the time we did according to the man at the at the WHO, Mike Ryan, he said perfection is the enemy of good. Did we overreact? We possibly well, did. But then again, I saw my wife stretched on a bed close to hospital with COVID. No, I get all that. And PJ, I, I don't say this flippantly. And I notice people that are listening that have, have lost loved ones during COVID. So I don't say this flippantly by any means by saying, well, we should have just, you know, there was no shadow of a doubt there was a virus going around that was making an awful lot of people sick. Now, when we really look at what was going on, are the figures 100% right or were they manipulated? Varadkar himself turned around and said, you know, look, if you fell out of a helicopter and, and landed on the ground and had COVID, you know, we probably would have said you died of COVID. So are the figures that we got right, are they anywhere near what they said was going to happen. Look, we've learned a hell of a lot mm. since then. Would we do it again tomorrow? Probably not. Probably not. But so having said all that, then we must go back and be really honest with each other and say, did we overreact? Yes. And unfortunately, because we overreacted, there are going to be consequences of those but, actions. But, which but is so did, so did right most now. of the Western world, Paul. But I move, move on to how we'd fix it from here on in. Like you've got all this warehouse debt coming in in May, the minimum wage. Yeah. I hope you're not going to tell me that the minimum wage is to blame. 
Well, I'm going to tell you. So, again, listen, in order to solve a problem, you've got to get to the, to the absolute root of the problem. Why has the minimum wage been increased? And, and just, again, to be perfectly clear, because there's people texting you, like, your man doesn't want to pay anybody anything. I will gladly pay my staff 50 euro an hour as long as you don't mind paying 100 euro for a breast of chicken. It's a simple mathematical equation is how you operate a business. So when you turn around and say, listen, oh, putting up the minimum wage, why are we putting up the minimum wage? Well, we're putting up the minimum wages because the cost of living has gone through the roof. The cost of living has gone through the roof because we shut down the world for two or three years. We haven't, we don't, do we even have an energy regulator? Apparently we do. Have they been taken into task? All our energy bills are through the roof because the governments have threatened once or twice. Should we just put in a windfall tax? Hasn't happened. If I, if the shoe was on the other foot, I guarantee you they could create legislation to bring the prices up if they so had to. So they could easily drop these prices, but they're not. Everything has gone through the roof. They can't, people can't pay their rent. People are struggling with their mortgage. Why can't we pay our rent? We just saw an article come out there yesterday that 85% of a particular uh, housing estate was sold to an English vulture fund that was earmarked to be given to private individual sellers. So our government, excuse my French, are full of, I'll let you finish that. When they turn around and they promise us left, right and centre, they're not delivering a single thing, never mind left, right and centre. So the rent is up because we have a serious property housing issue. What are we doing? Well, we're bringing in, and people are going to get upset when I say this, but we're bringing in so many people and we're housing them and we're putting them in. So private landlords who have three, four, five houses that would have kept them in holiday destinations like Kinsale, Killarney, Kenmare, all around the country, Westport, it's now more lucrative to fill them with asylum seekers or refugees than it is to hold on to it for the bar, the restaurant, the hotel, whose staff would have normally hired well, them. Well, I mean, you're there in, in the heart of Killarney, a place very close to yeah. my heart, and so many of the better-known places have been taken over. And I know there's a lot of 40%. bad feeling down there. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, like I'm not going to lie because I've been saying this when I first came out and said this in May of 2022 and I said our population if Killarney has increased 13% in about six weeks I said can nobody else see the alarm bells that this is that this is bringing now for I, I, this is very very important I don't blame a single accommodation provider because the money is so lucrative I don't blame a single asylum seeker or refugee because they're getting it for free 
Now, that does not make it right. What I blame is the policymakers, which are up there in Leinster House, that nobody turned around. And when I say Killarney, I mean every single town across the country that's experiencing this. Nobody did a feasibility study and said, how many people can we put into Killarney without affecting the demographics and the dynamics of that town? Nobody. So we said, we'll just keep piling them in. And now we have 40% of our accommodation gone. The population of Killarney is 10,000 people. We have 4,000 refugees. And there's people going, you think that's bad? We gave all our accommodation away in Yall. We gave all our accommodation up in towns around Donegal. Now, you can't sit in Leinster House and preach to me and you who is voting for these guys in the next general election and say, but your lads, just deal with it. And if you question this, you're racist. So don't forget what happened if you questioned, when I questioned what was going on during COVID, but you're, you, are you a scientist? Are you a doctor? Mm. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Now, if you question something, you go, but sorry, are you an economist? No, you're a racist for saying we got to help all the, the, the immigrants that are coming in. And that's all well and good. But nobody deserves to be brought into a country to be given free gratis forever on men uh, for an unlimited amount of time. By all means, we'll help people. By all means, come in for three months. But you'll also get a PPS number. And after three months, you're on your own to fend for yourself because what they are doing is destroying tourism. Now, the knock on effect for that. Is that what we're seeing right now is all the businesses being shut down and closing because it's simply not feasible to trade as a restaurant. Now, we're very, very lucky in Trevo's in Killarney. We're there 20 odd years. I bought the building. I don't have a landlord bursting my balls looking for rent. I don't have the bank manager crucifying me. He still gives me the odd phone call, but he's not crucifying me every month saying, you know, you need to pay X, Y, Z. And we're one of the lucky ones and we're under immense pressure. Yeah, And I'm talking to all the other restaurant owners, whether it be in Killarney, I know uh, plenty of people down in Cork as well, they're going, I just don't see any reason for me to continue because I don't want to go through, like, and so this year, and I'm not blowing smoke out of my own ass, I'm just telling you what we did. For six months of this year, I had four days off. But that's fine because I own the place and my brother owns the place and that's what we had to do in order to keep the place alive. Now, I don't mind doing that, providing mm. we come to the end of the season and I turn around and I go, we have a nice healthy bank balance. That's going to get us through the winter. That's fine. I can chill out for three or four months. No bother. But I get to the end of it and go, I barely just, I've, I've just literally scraped through and this winter is going to be absolute carnage. So there's a good chance I'll be at my max overdraft come the end of February. Because we just haven't traded enough during last year to get us through the winter months. Yeah. Now, I know we're very lucky. We have a lot of tour operators. We have a lot of pre-orders uh, and bookings as well starting for the new season. But a lot of people aren't that lucky. They're based on, you know, the, the, the husband and the wife and the family coming in for dinner to keep them afloat. And that's simply gone because Joe Bloggs sitting at home with his wife or husband and kids is down five, six, seven hundred euro a month disposable income because of the cost of living. So the first thing that goes is the luxury, i.e. eating out. So you're going to say to me, Tong Singh is the start, only the start. There, there, there are people. I walked into the bank. This is about, I think, November down in, uh, in Killarney, and I met one of the bank managers, and he was shaking his head. And I said, "What are you doing, shaking your head? Sure, you bankers don't need to shake your head. Sure, you're flying it." And he said, "You have no idea, Paul, the amount of people that have told me in the new year we're gone. It's happy, happy, smiley, smiley up until Christmas. We'll put a sign on the door saying close for two weeks for our annual holidays." And they ain't coming back. They've already told us they're handing back the keys because now on top of so. So we're a very small operator, particularly off peak season. We've maybe six, seven staff maximum at this time of year, including my brother and myself. My wage increase net to me is about 600 euro a week. 
Like just so everyone listening understands what that means. And it's not just the minimum wage going up, it's the knock on. So say for argument's sakes, minimum wage was a tenner, it's now twelve fifty. The guy on twelve fifty, well he wants fifteen. The guy on fifteen, well he wants seventeen because for obvious reasons they're saying, listen, I'm here longer, I'm more qualified and mm. it's not just restaurants. This is across the board. So it's the knock on effect. So I need to take the best part of two thousand euro in order to have that money to be able to give the wages. Now I that's per week. Now, I'm no way on this earth going to be up 2,000 euro a week. It's just simply not possible, which means I trade at a loss. Put that into the hairdresser. Put that into the bar. Put that into the small corner shop. Put that into everything that's going around. And you're now turning around going, so I need to do this for three, four months just to hopefully get into the season. To hopefully that's going to be better, even though I know 30, 40, 50% of the accommodation is gone, so my tourism is going to be down. Yeah. And you're telling me now in May I'm faced with a colossal warehouse tax bill? Yeah. So what, why, why would I? Why would I do this? And people are only realizing it this week, actual business people, because you'd be amazed. A lot of people that get into business actually aren't that smart. My brother, he wouldn't, he'd probably hit me a box for saying this, but he's a very, he's a brilliant chef. But if he was to ask what two and two is, he'd probably give you 36. If you ask how much was in the account, he wouldn't have a clue. If you ask him how to write a check, he wouldn't know where to start. That's a lot of people have gotten into business. So they've only now just realized this week, geez, my wage bill has gone up three, four, five hundred euro. Sure, I can't sustain that. Yeah. And people are now realizing that it's hitting, coupled with that warehouse tax coming on. But here's the problem, PJ. Here's the real, real crux of the problem. The guys running the show right now in Leicester House are living with 80s and 90s political mentality. It doesn't matter if Trevo's in Killarney goes bust. Do you know why? Because there's 20 guys dying to get in there to open up another restaurant and open up another shop or whatever. The vape that's shop. That's not the case. Yeah, well, that's what we're seeing. When you think about it, why are we seeing vape shops, phone shops, and wig shops all around the country? All I say is, if anyone has never seen the TV series Ozark on Netflix, go watch it. Go <laughs> there. Paul, listen, I'm going to read but, this one out to you, because Patrick has messaged in, who follows you, I take it, on social media, and he said, Paul is a xenophobic racist, and he's anti-LGBT. Answer that, my friend. <laughs> As I always say, when they fear you, PJ, they label you. When they lack the intelligence to debate you that this is the kind of muck that they come out with. So bring Patrick on the radio any day and he'll see. Tell him to come into the restaurant, see how xenophobic and racist and, and LGB phobia I am when he meets my gay black Croatian worker who works for me. So, <laughs> there you are, Patrick. <laughs> Paul Trevo, always a pleasure. I wish you hadn't been right last May. I hope you're not right now. I think, do you know what, PJ? Like, I, uh, for me, I always call a spade a spade. I, I, I wish I, I was wrong too, but I genuinely don't think I am. I really do feel so many family businesses are just going to turn around and go, there's just no point. And may I just add that a lot of them are right because there are people listening right now going, I'll just give it one more year. I'll just give it one more year. Look back on your books in the last three or four years. Realize the money you lost. For two of those years, you were kept afloat due to subsidies. Last year, subsidies were pretty much gone. You lost your shirt last year. There'll be no subsidies this year, and you're going to lose even more money this year. Sometimes I do a lot of consultancy for hospitality around, and I turn around to the people and I say, listen, do you know what? you're actually better off closing that door. As horrible and as oh, terrible as that yeah. sounds, you're actually better bailing out now. Because you're, whatever, what, what, what will follow is your health. That's what will follow. Paul, I'll leave a go there and I'll talk to you very soon. Take care. Paul Trevo, a proprietor and owner of Trevo's Restaurant in Killarney. Quartz 96 FM.